really uh, I really agonized over like what what do I say to start a podcast like this? This is one of those games that you know it's early in the season and you said it well like in two weeks if we go you know put in a good fight and beat San Francisco or look really good in a loss even against San Francisco I doubt we'll care about this game. But man, yesterday was fucking painful, bro. Yesterday was fucking painful. That was about as sad and an embarrassing performance as you could you could possibly you could possibly draw up. I mean, just embarrassing, embarrassing. And and the, there's people I know that are that are tuning in to this pod that have not listened after week one or week two that are that are truly sickos out there just just waiting oh, to they're stoked they've been stoked they knew waiting it, to revel one in of these would come happen waiting to revel in the boys's misery and and i hope you're happy because i i i was miserable watching that i cannot dress it up enough that was about as i don't even know frustrating is the white word because I, I really thought they were going to find a way to win almost the entire game they could have like there was plenty of opportunity i think where i've landed on it 24 hours later is that Basically, every single thing that could have possibly gone wrong went wrong. And I mean that both in the macro and the micro sense. So, you know, if this team loses, you know, one of its defensive stars the Thursday before this game, they can probably gut this one out and probably smash this team. If they're missing a lineman or two by itself, same thing. If they have some trouble with penalties in the first half, same thing. But when you add all those things together and then you compound it with just like, man, just some stuff that's one of those things. Football is a game of inches and bounces and minuscule events that add up to a larger happenstance. And yesterday was all of it. Um, you know, they lose Thursday. When they get to Sunday, it turns out that, it's you know, we're not going to be missing one lineman, two linemen. We're talking about three offensive linemen. Um, from the jump, the penalty situation is completely out of hand. Um, on the first drive, on the first drive, we get a false start followed by a delay of game. Um, pretty much every offensive drive. And I will give both Pollard and to a smaller degree, Dak, although Dak had plenty of trouble yesterday, um, credit. They drove the field many times. I mean, they had five trips to the red zone from basically always starting at the 25. Um, and then holding calls, false starts, miscues, you know, the center snapping the ball low, fucking everything that could go wrong went wrong. Um, you know, I think what really like told me what kind of game it was at the, by by the end of all things, when I knew we were going to lose was at one point they punted to us and Turpin ran it 51 yards back to their like 22 yard line that was called back for a hold like 20 or 30 yards away from the return just a needless hold done by some linebacker i've never heard of who's a special teams guy we still drive the field we fuck up on fourth down which we'll get into cd's whole day but not a great day from cd lamb and then when the Cardinals take over at their own one, Micah gets held, and the refs decide they 
had enough of a look at it, I guess, to decide that he was held at like, I guess, the one inch line because he, to me, it looks like he's getting held in the end zone and it should have been a safety fall by a punt. The only it's reason I wasn't crazy. pissed about that was like, I just, they, they almost never call that a safety unless he's like two feet in the end zone. They really don't like safety. And again, it's not about being mad at a bad call. It's about bad luck. Just it, like, it's, man, it's that would happen like, needed, in this game. They needed, it was a day they, they didn't have obviously the full strength. It should still be a team you cakewalk. The team didn't lay down. They weren't scared of the big bad Cowboys, which Dallas seemed to think well, they, they would fought be. every week. I mean, they fought against the Giants. Yeah, they fought so I don't know. Against I don't the know commanders. why we we were so convinced that was going to be an easy game, but we just sort of slept walk early, couldn't get it in, and then, you know, then you have to rely on little things like that. You got to rely on some luck. They didn't get the hold there. They don't get the Gallup PI, which is always a PI, and normally they punch that in for an end zone, and they don't this time. They're not able to get yep. it in. It's just one of those days where you to win that game the way that they were playing because they were outplayed for the most part of yeah. this game. They were outplayed. And to win a game like that, you needed help and you, you just didn't get well, I, really I any help that, from anyone or any good bounce to go your way. You had no turnovers. You had one sack. I mean, it's just your defense did nothing for you. And then you're when, offense I, when just, I look at like the, the macro level of this game, I'm, I think like, look like down the stretch, they're going to get healthier. The likelihood of like all these things, like, setting a NFL record for getting 13 penalties. That probably not going to happen again, frankly. What can the, the things that do concern me, I never thought I'd see a DQ defense lack energy and effort. And there were several times yesterday where like Donovan Wilson, J Ron curse. They looked like they flat out did not belong on the field, bad angles, bad effort, bad body language just throwing themselves at the feet of a guy as he ran by. Um, C.D. Lamb in particular, and I hate to hark on him because I know that I've been a big C.D. doubter in the past. Just and I really came around on him. quite a bit. But C.D. had two incredibly crucial plays in this game where I was incredibly disappointed in him. Um, the first came when Mike decided to go for it on fourth and goal inside the five. Um, which did you like the call? I really didn't hate it as much as people said. Look, it, it's one of those things. Of course, everyone became a, a football genius uh, 20 minutes later and said we should have taken the points. If he scores a touchdown there, he looks like a bold, you know, genius. I liked the call personally. Um, I th- I thought they did. I thought they needed to get momentum we going, and that was a moment on third down. Momentum. I mean. We actually were yeah. converting a lot of those third and fourth and shorts. Dak was making, so. I mean, for, I, I really wish Dak hadn't thrown an incredibly ugly interception to effectively end this game because I do think Dak played a decent game up to Man, that point. I, I think decent's about as high as, I, I would only say Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying good. I'm not saying, I'm saying given the, the conditions, like the line, yeah. et cetera, I thought Dak I, did did some things that I was proud of. I thought he made some big plays with his feet. I thought he made some huge throws with rushers in his face. I thought he made things happen and drove the field repeatedly despite some really bad things working against them. You know, he had multiple drives where he he should have been 20 yards ahead of where he was and holds, false starts, OPI, et cetera, had set him back. And he was still out there going, again, using his feet, using his arm. Um, but the red zone was a, a fucking disaster all day, but this fourth down play, uh, 
CD Lamb runs out of their their trip bunch left. CD runs the in twenty two. Nobody on this, nobody on this or or that end they threw was open. I don't know if it was just play call concept. That's or what. that's what I'm worried. That's that's the the concern, man. Is we were. Dak had nowhere to go with the ball all day. He was having to throw into coverage. Like he threw some 50-50 balls that I'm frankly, I'm proud of the performance Gallup put up. Like Gallup had the best day I've seen him had since his injury because he was just he's normally, you know, historically Gallup is that guy that can like go up and get a 50-50 ball. And he had to do that a few times. He had some big catches in this game because of that. But on this one particular play, CD runs into contact and immediately just throws his arms up looking for a hold flag immediately. And just by the act of doing that, he's not in the position when Dak bootlegs to the opposite side and needs someone to throw a ball to. Um, Later, another crucial touchdown that could tie the game potentially. Dak throws the ball over there. and You know, there's some hand fighting. I'm not even going to say it shouldn't have been flagged. Uh, You know, I, I, I can see it both ways. I really can. CD just did not even attempt to make a play here. He decided I would rather get the flag than the ball. And so he was like, I need to sell this by not even getting my arms up. And I just, I, I hate to be a boomer about it, but man, Des would fucking never, dude. I saw Des Bryant sacrifice his body to catch touchdowns that meant nothing. Like in seasons where we won five games and John Kitna is throwing the ball to him. Dez is going up in four-on-one coverage in the end zone and breaking his leg to catch a touchdown against the Eagles. Well, they like, need a guy. They they really lacked a guy post-Dez that, that's able to do that. They've just never really found any big body player that they could could really use. Um, I agree. I thought Sadie had a miserable game. I thought he was whining for a flag pretty much every time he even breathed coverage today. He just looked frustrated from the get-go. Him yep. and Dak just never seemed to be quite on the same page. There was one play they showed Dak got under pressure and just didn't, I don't know if he had time or didn't see him where CD looked wide open up the slot and he seemed to get a little frustrated there. It's just one of those games that they looked all like you're right outside of Gallup. Again, Brandon cooks, we brought over to be a difference maker on this team. Two catches for 17 yards. Would have loved yep. to see you do something in this game, man. Like would love for you to be the guy that kind of steps up when CD's quiet. Um, we ran the ball okay. Once again, we moved the ball okay. I, I agree with you about Dak. I thought Pollard then, did a great job. I mean, I don't think you can yeah. ask Pollard to do much more. I thought Enrico looked good, man. I Enrico thought, looked good. I thought Dak was fine. It's just we didn't get – we needed someone to elevate this team today to a win, and he just – he didn't have that part of it. Nobody did. And that's no one did. disappointing. Yeah. You know, when you look at the offense, again, the yards were there – some decision making, some poor red zone stuff. I Man, don't nice think dumb that played. we sat here and like praised Mike's scheme and praised Mike's preparation oh, yeah. and praised all Mike's shit. And then, dude, it all went out the window uh, for all the things we complimented, like getting the ball out quickly, pace of play, the tempo. On the first drive, they run the clock to nothing and get a delay of game, like right out the gate for a team that had been snapping the ball at like 15 on the play clock, for a team that had been leading the NFL in getting the ball out faster than any other team. Suddenly they're snapping at one second to go on the play clock. They're, you know, really, you know, looking around, going through a ton of reads because there's just no one open. Like it was just horrendous. Um, And again, like I'm, I'm trying to like caveat all of this with like, I understand that like when it comes to football, a bad offensive line play is so difficult to overcome. 
And but dude, they what we got last night was some of the worst offensive line play I've seen out of this team I mean, they, in forever. They, they ran down their throat all day. Like the offensive line wasn't even the major problem in this game. They just we couldn't score in well, the red. Was, okay, but but pass protection wise, like okay, like for instance, you're getting once you get into the red zone, Dak's having to like evade free rush. I mean, we're getting free rushers in the red zone. Like that is, I don't know if that's on Dak for not sliding protection. I don't know if that's on Mike for not putting in a running back to chip those guys. But we could not, we never, I never felt like we were calm in the red zone and just running a play. It was like low snap, picking it up off the deck, throwing it at somebody, fucking running a play where like Dak's having to run out bootleg to the right and like force it into double coverage. No one's open. Guys are not finding gaps in, you know, a pretty basic defensive scheme for the Cardinals. Like it was just horrendous once they got inside the 20. I won't even say inside the 20 because they moved the ball inside the 10 like three or four times. Like they were able to even move the ball once they got into the inside the 20. They still got first downs. They just could not find pay dirt. Um, and I mean, I mean overall, when you're getting holds when you're getting holds inside the 10, that's just a fucking backbreaker, dude. Like when you're getting an OPI call on your two minute drill, like you you throw a pass to get a first down that's going to give you you got like a minute and a half or like a minute 15 on the clock you're going to have first and 10 at their 48 and instead CD and I and again this is this might have contributed to CD's like negative outlook body language frustration etc he puts his shoulder into a DB and catches an OPI that takes yeah. a first and 10 in their territory and turns it to first and 20 on our 30 just like Fuck, man, we could not catch a break. And I'm not. I'm not sitting. I don't want it to come across like I'm saying, "Oh, the refs lost this game. We lost this game." But it was just like we could not even get like a little bit of, like even just neutral luck. It just felt like everything went wrong. Um, and then I mean, even when you have big opportunities, like okay, you kick this field goal at sixteen twenty-one. If you can get one stop, which the defense didn't get their first stop until the third quarter. If the defense I mean, can get one stop and get the ball back or generate a turnover or anything, you can still win this game. And they give up a 60-yard unprotected yeah. play to a guy who's never caught a ball in the NFL. Like, that's a backbreaker to the offense, to the defense, to everybody, dude. Like, I mean, comparing the offense and defense, the offense in the first half was not great. But look, four drives, they get a field goal on one, a touchdown on the other. They get a first down on the other one, but punt. And then they had one three and out to begin the game. And unfortunately, your defense gave up field goal, touchdown, touchdown, field goal, field goal. They did not get a three and out until, like, as you said, the third quarter. Your defense was gave up a six-play drive for 54 yards, seven-play drive for 82, seven for 75, 10 for 50, and five for 27 in the first half. And that is supposed to be the best unit in the NFL, ladies and gentlemen. It's yeah, pathetic. They played like I mean, shit. Pathetic. Dude. They the offense did not lose this game. I don't think they were pretty. Certainly, I don't think you're going to win many games putting up 16 points. But a big reason they put up 16 points was this defense never got off the field, never took the ball away, and never gave us any sort of plus territory drives at all. I mean, they just didn't do their job. They got, I mean, they got gouged by Joshua Dobbs and James Conner, guys. Yep. You don't have to put any uh, credit to the offense's inability to do anything in the red zone. We talked. Well, we've been that. talking about Zach that for is... the last half hour, Mister. <laughs> fucking twenty-five minutes late. Hey, man, the team didn't show up, so 
you know, I wanted that's, to emulate them a little bit. That's very fair. That's a that's a good way of joining in, Zach. A, a good uh, no, yeah. So, I mean, the red zone is super frustrating, dude. So, I mean, and and it's hard to know like where to even begin with that because like obviously the line is a disaster, but you're going to have that when you have three backups in. Um, no wide receiver got open all fucking day. They looked like shit. Dak looked like shit. Only, but only inside the red zone. Like Dak looked pretty much fine, twenty to twenty. He moved the ball very efficiently, and then suddenly got in the red zone, and everyone forgot how to play instantaneously. Uh, like your superstar up, wide receiver but... looked fucking. I mean, horrendous. I mean, CD inside the red zone looked like he didn't even belong. It was super discouraging. Cooks looked like a complete waste of space. I, it's crazy, but I was sitting there being like, maybe we need to go to Gallup, dude. Like he's been stepping up today like he he had some big catches two or three third down conversions when they really mattered like bizarre bizarre he's had his best game in a while yeah oh yeah and like i mean it doesn't it doesn't light the stat sheet up it's like five or six catches for 50 something yards but they were big catches like 50 50 balls he had a good day gallup had a good day i mean cd again rough day begged for two pi calls he didn't get gets an opi call on himself Seven targets. Again, I just don't – he had a whiny-ass day, so I don't want to give him off the credit too much, but I don't love Jake Ferguson and Michael Gallup and Brandon Cooks having 21 targets to CD7. I guess we spread it out okay. I just – I don't know. He's he's still your best player. I know it's frustrating, but get in the ball and, in some space. And I, and well, and I, I have plenty game. to say about the fucking play calling. Like, I mean, the yeah, – the field the field goal drive, uh, the first time we scored, I think a lot of the problems were showing themselves here. Okay, so we get the ball at R25. Um, we, we move the ball pretty effectively. Uh, on second and seven, Deck hits Ferguson for a short uh, pass. He makes two guys miss. He gets 12 yards to get a first down. Then on first and 10 at R40, that no, – I can't I – can't, I need to look his name up, but number 71 gets beat like a fucking redheaded stepchild and Dak takes an 11 yard sack. Like this dude was in Chaz green territory for bad. Cause he had a hold in the red zone, ball start turnstile level play, just horrendous. Okay. So then it's second and 21 at the Dallas 29. Um, we get a DPI call. So Lamb does get a flag that he's hunting for. We get first and 10 on 39. Uh, Dak hits Lupke coming out of the backfield, which was a good good pass, good play. Get a first down there. Uh, first and 10 at the 49. Same fucking guy, free rusher, doesn't even chip him coming off the edge. He's lined up right on 71's shoulder. Dude comes free and kills Dak, seven-yard loss. So now you're second and 17. Dak hits Gallup, who makes a guy miss and goes down the sideline for 19 yards. We try to go to Cooks. That fails. Uh, Pollard up the gut for six yards. Now you're third and fourth, the Arizona 31. Dak tries to uh, – this is one of the most frustrating plays I've ever seen. They ran this, like, bullshit, cutesy Kellen era play where it ended up with CD in the backfield with no blocking – We've three guys between him, between him and the end zone, and he gets like two or three yards, and we end up kicking a field goal. Like, so many things about that drive make me pissed. Like, just fucking inability to fucking complete routine passing plays. Offensive line is a fucking disaster. We're not doing anything to 
even fix mistakes that are happening in this drive. And then, man, like for a guy that I've been so supportive of, Mike has been like on red zone trips this year. Mike has like not gotten cute, not done weird, dumb shit. He has, he just got addicted to like, we're going to throw to backup tight ends. We're going to run this fucking thing with CD. We're going to not do any of the things that like I would say are like the fundamentals of red zone football that have been successful for this team threw a fucking ball to goddamn schoon schoonmaker who's just a waste of fucking space on the field every time he's out there, dropped another one. Like, and then they come back and they score a touchdown. They mark right down the field. Now, luckily, we scored our only touchdown right after that, so you're within five. Um, but, man, dude, like that – oh, God, it was just fucking frustrating to watch. And then we get the ball before halftime, and you're like, okay, it's 10 to 18. If you can get us in field goal range or score a TD here, like you put yourself in really good position to get the ball at halftime. Um, Dak hits Lamb for seven yards, Pollard for two, uh, Pollard up the gut for six. We take our second timeout. First and 40, first and 10 of the Dallas 40. Dak hits CD for 12 yards. We catch that OPI, and suddenly it's first and 20 of the Dallas 30, and that drives over. And then you've got 25 seconds. And they're getting the ball at their own 29, and our defense lets them fucking kick a field goal, dude. That was pretty bad. That's what I was going to bring up. The first half, I'm surprised you chose there to get your nitpick at the off. Or not nitpick, but get mad at the offense because I don't – they only had the ball four times, and we, we scored 10 points on it. Like, that'll win you most games. But the, the defense got gouged at every opportunity in the first half. Yep. Every opportunity in the first half that defense had a chance to They to forced make two a punts all day. Yeah, I mean, the very first drive, you give 44 yards to Josh Dobbs on an end around. And then the next drive that they score a touchdown on, they they don't even see a third down. I mean, dude, just disgusting stuff. It was it was disgusting display defensively. Um, you know, we can call out Micah. I don't think he was very good. I thought he was lambing it a little bit. Uh, the safeties were atrocious. My, my big one that, that I seem to have more of a problem with than you two, I thought Stephon Gilmore had an awful game. Awful game. I thought he had multiple chances to get us off. We had them backed up after a punt in the red zone was or their own end zone, like third and eight after this the right penalty. after the hold we declined. Yeah. Yeah. And just one-on-one -on -one, we blitz just one-on-one -on -one down the sideline who gets beat, but our all pro corner, Stefan Gilmore one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. I, I don't think uh, he played horrible. I thought, you know, I really was hoping we were going to see a step up game from Duran Bland, you know, all week, the, the focus. You know DQ complimented Deron Bland after the game. He said he thought him, um, Tank Lawrence, and I forgot Tank he named one of the guys. Tank did play well. Like he, he, thought he those stuffed three had some a good runs. Game. Like he did. He did his thing. Tank is kind of like Tank is never the superstar, but he is always reliable, especially against the run. And he's a he's PFF involved, superstar. Funny enough, that he is <laughs> like a guy who grades well, but you don't see on the. Stage. And you know, maybe I'm overhyped. Maybe I'm over. Uh, Maybe I'm overemphasizing Duran Bland catching some some DPI flags. Um, this this ref crew was just like running wild, and that's not why we lost this game. It's because we played like shit. But like it was near unwatchable football when it's like there's a flag on every fucking snap. Just so tough to watch, dude. I mean, nine flags in the first half is just unbearable football. And that's old stuff. I mean, that's the Garrett era that we used to get pissed. Yep. Although I guess if we're really thinking about it, that was a big narrative two seasons ago on that Dallas Cowboys team, we led the NFL in penalties were really, really sloppy. That was the year 
we had like three of the top five offenders in the NFL were on the Cowboys for penalties accumulated. Um, I'll tell you which one really sucked at the end of the game. You've probably lost because, you know, you don't get it on downs. You do get the punt. Then you have to settle for a field goal on the next drive, which sucked. Once again, you get a first and goal from the 10 and can't do anything with it. You run on first and 10. You run on second and eight. That was the CD play you hated. Yep. And then, then on third and eight, yeah, I mean, they're just going to go eight in the end zone, which they do, and you don't have anyone. So then next drive, this, then you give the big touchdown. That probably was the first time all day I thought we were going to lose. That fucking huge play we gave up immediately after. To a guy who's never ball. caught a ball in professional football. <laughs> and he had but no then, one around him by like 30 yards. Just slipped out of the back of the, like slipped through the linebackers and no one carried him. Like The next drive, you get the ball back still down 12 with seven minutes left. You get inside the red zone. At a second and one at the 18, incomplete pass. Third and one, okay, you run to get the field goal. This is where I get mad. Then you run Pollard, run Pollard, get to a first and goal at the five, which you've burned another minute Yeah, they, minute they burned like half the time then, left on the clock here. I think Dak made a mistake here, but you, you call the read option. Dak should have kept it. He gave it to Pollard. The DN crashed down on him. That might have worked, so I can't fully bitch at Mike at that, but He's run again, so he still have no urgency. Then on second and goal from the seven, they hand it off again to Pollard. Dude, you have to score 12 points. Why are we running up the gut five okay, straight even plays before, Even before zone? that, we second and one at the 18 happened twice. Because on the first one, it was second and one at the 18. You get a defensive offsides. So you have a free play. We hand nice. the ball to Doddle, who gets crushed in, up the middle for one yard. We get an off it. They're offsides and have too many men, and we get a hold. Like we we would have yeah. been free. We would have been first and ten at like the five, and instead because we had to hold on that play, it's we just replay the down. Like just we could not get out of our own way. We we just w refused to take the gun out of our mouth. We moved the, the ball really time. well, twenty to twenty. That's why I don't get too mad at the offense. The the 16 points is shit. I mean, that that won't win you NFL games. you got to convert in the red Five zone. Five trips to the red point. zone and one but scoring is fucking that, That's where it did it. And then the, the interception Dak threw, I heard his explanation on it. He's been no interceptions this season. That was awful. He knows it was awful. He'll see it in film. I mean, that there was – if the linebacker didn't intercept it, the safety sure as shit was. I mean, there was no – Yeah, I mean, ball. frankly, I was – the game was over. I wasn't even that It was, but it. it's, it's like, still it, – it didn't matter, but it also was just – it was the perfect I way get it. He's on pace for six. I'm not that fucking mad. No, I'm not, not going to freak about out about it. Him through the year of just that particular play. The, was, I, was like I knew it the, the second I saw that pick, and it did come true. National media, every fucking news outlet. Dak was like the ninth problem yesterday. And literally every fucking national st national show led off with like, did Dak Prescott let the Cowboys down? Like, did the, did the Cowboys defense, like, Dude, did I, lack, was their lack of effort a product of Dak Prescott's poor play? Like, just the most exhausting shit. I'm not sure about you guys. I, I abstain from all that. I legitimately, I soak in, I'm selfish. When, it's, when the Cowboys win, I will soak in all the good 
talk that I can. I will watch every poor ESPN show or Fox yep. Sports show with talking heads. When they lose, I I don't even turn it on. I don't I don't care. I yeah, just, I tried I'm to not... avoid everything I could today, but people hate me, and so they send me shit. I got shit talked by. <laughs> I Chargers don't need fans I don't need to today. see Stephen A. Smith laugh. Of course, he's going to laugh. Like that is. Let me let me just read to you. Uh, um. He's going deep for this one. Oh, yeah. I got to scroll back because we were going at it, of course. Uh, I'll be honest. The Cowboys were starting to have me fooled. Uh, Don't know how I would feel after getting humbled by Josh Dobbs and the Cardinals. I was starting to think Dak Prescott might actually be a top 20 QB and didn't think I'd be able to talk trash until we played y'all and crushed you by 30. But, man, guess I can pencil in week six as a bye. Dude, then he goes is, on about how Kellen, Joe Staley, and Herbert are all top three at what they do because of yesterday's performance. That is a very odd Chargers opinion. Maybe you can believe that about Herbert. Maybe Kellen, if you still have the rose tinted glasses. I don't think there's a single human being who thinks Staley's oh, dude, a good coach. No, dude, he made he made a gutsy call and it paid off, dude. They won, and the defense stepped up and it, it did I'm pay like, off. They did win. Defense, they dude. did win. They did win the game in a binary world. They won the game. That's why. That's why Brock Purdy's a good quarterback. I had to listen to my team call today because he wins. He just he throws a catchable football, which is the funniest shit. Oh yeah, say about a quarterback. He throws with touch, dude. Just like all this subjective, nebulous bullshit that means nothing. Like, dude, oh, if he God, was on dude. any team besides the Niners, that guy would be the living oh, my embodiment God. of mid. And I don't even hate Brock Purdy. I just think it's funny the way we treat him. Oh, dude, I, I've Z, said it a Z, times. Sorry, I know what's been Jones, going on. You haven't really got your takes. I don't know if you're you're sitting there quietly stewing or you're just you're too. No, no, no. It's all good. I I jumped in late. I was letting you guys continue on with the flow. Uh, we, we go ahead, buddy. We're hit we're us, just we're us, in circles now. No, I mean I basically agree with everything you guys have been saying. <laughs> I haven't really had much of a need to jump in my own opinion. Uh, I I was seeing a lot of people trying to act like that interception back through was what lost us the game. I have yeah, seen quite a bit of people saying cool. that, but. Which it was ugly. Don't get me wrong. It's like a horrific interception. I just like was at a point in that game where I was like, that just barely matters. Like we were, we, once I saw, like I said, like I know this isn't the case, but as soon as I saw us like get that punt return called back and then Micah gets that hold and it, it counts for nothing. And then they hit that throw to Hollywood. I was like, bro, we are losing this shit. We are just cursed tonight. Like there is no fucking beating. We are not going to win a game. Um, And I just, it's not just that even that we lost. I'm sure you guys have already mentioned this. It's just how fucking bad we looked at everything, yeah. every step of the way. Yep. And effort no and, like, all the stuff you can control, like, small yes. details, like, <laughs> di- lack of discipline, lack of effort. Like, those are bad. When you see, like, Micah and CD on the sidelines and Micah's, like, pissed, like, kind of throwing a temper tantrum, CD's, like, scowling and sitting on the bench between plays, you're just like, God damn it, dude. Like, there's not even any, like – anger or or like you know they're not channeling this negative feeling into like going out there and kicking ass they're just like fine fuck it dude i guess fuck it i guess we'll just lose the game like that sucks sorry i was laughing here i got monday night football up recording this on monday uh and i was watching philly they're gonna win but they just had a third and goal and they were gonna do the stupid ass tush push again but they tried to fake it and do the little tebow jump pass and hurts fell over backwards and got sacked and so they just said no that's awesome that was good it was it it made me laugh i love that i'm gonna watch that i'm gonna go watch that replay 
I mean, <laughs> look, ultimately, like, this is the kind of game where you can, like, go fucking line by line and just hate yourself and hate the team and hate every single player involved on the field. Yeah, so let's I talk think, about this. What, what's our – does this do anything for who you thought this team was or is or any reaction at all, or is this one you just, hey, flush it and it's a new week? That's where I'm at. I'm, I'm definitely on the ladder. I, it's just too many you, – You're just there's just too many outside variables. Like, man, if I thought that this team was going to go out next week and have 13 penalties, like, I just don't think that. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they will. Um I do think, like, if they, if long term we're going to be missing half the line and we got to count on 71, I should learn his name if I'm going to hate him this much. But um, then I'd, I'd be concerned. I do think they're closer to the team we saw weeks one and two than what we saw last night. I think they encountered a team that wasn't going to lay down and they thought they were going to roll and they weren't. And they had a whole bunch of shit working against them that are kind of in the fundamentals of football. Like, when you lose, the emotional season-long loss of a team leader coupled with the loss of like 60% of what is to most people like the beating engine heart of a football team, the offensive line, and couple that with like you're you're kind of playing a sloppy game with a ref crew that's not going to let you get away with anything, that's a disaster waiting to happen, and it, and it all happened. Um, now, I do think we they're going to need to like go out and – prove it to themselves. They're going to have to look in the mirror this week and have to prove it to themselves next week against New England, who is a very beatable team. They should go smash New England. Um, and I hope they do, but I'm, See, I'm not there yet. I'm not ready nope. to call. Like, I'm not ready to like, you know, sound the alarms on, on this team yet. I think they're just too good on paper. They have too much talent um, and hopefully too much leadership and veteran experience to let this just collapse them. I don't think they're that fragile. You know, what you just said made me realize what game this was reminding me the most of. Because I kept thinking this was, like, at least of the recent games. I was thinking this was like that Broncos game uh, where, you know, we were riding high, then the Broncos just oh, kicked yeah. our fucking ass. But it's really not because we were at least trying in that game. This is like the Cardinals game immediately after Dak got injured. That was a, yeah, dude, that and game was And it's the same thing because it's dude. not just that we played bad. It's that the team just gave up. Yeah, it I just agree. Didn't care. It, it and we and me and Ben were at that game, um, and it, it and it did have a very like similar feeling where they just felt impotent and not just oh, zero thinking of killer the game, energy. Uh, he was thinking, the, yeah, in twenty twenty. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like the oh, after, after after got truly injured. They might just be on that Denver scale for us, where just funky shit happens. Because yeah. I was going back to the game where Romo got hurt, and we played him with weed in the year we went twelve and four, and they kicked our ass that year too. Dude, I mean, like you look at, I mean, Ben brought up a good list of these games yesterday. Like the Chiefs got bodied last year by the Bears. I mean, they didn't lose, but the Eagles got into an absolute dogfight that was only won via ref pi against the Colts, who were horrendous last year. I think we beat the Colts by like 35 points. Chiefs lost to the Colts last year. The Chiefs went into overtime with the Texans last year. The Niners, everyone's favorite team, lost to the Bears, who are the worst team in football. Well, like, you know, uh, a great example of just one team matching up well against another team historically. Like, dude, look at the Houston and the Jags, dude. Like, it doesn't seem to matter. Super Bowl years, we lost both of our games to a, a. bad Washington team. <laughs> you, know, well, I mean, I, you know, I, I, for me in my like adult lifetime, the gold standard of cowboy teams is 2014. Like that is like, you know, the team that I always say like should have done it. They lost to 
an eight and eight uh, Niners team to open the year, who was I very bad. They lost eight. to the Cardinals, who were garbage. Like the the worst about this is there's a legitimate chance the card not even legitimate. The Cardinals are probably losing less than six games or winning less than six games this year. Like it's a bad Maybe. loss. It, it could it's, be. It's I I would be very surprised, but you never know. But I, I think it's a very good chance this Cardinals team is very bad at the end of the year and we look back and it, it doesn't impact you really much of anything other than potential one seed shit late in the year. But I, I think know, we've, so we've gotten used that. to a uh, we've gotten used to an era of the NFL where high flying offenses have created an illusion of lack of parity and scores like 70 to 20 or like what we did to the Jets and the Giants make it seem like there are Alabama's and or Ohio States and Middle Tennessee states in the NFL. The, the truth of the matter is like these teams are all relatively close together. And while the Cowboys are significantly more talented than the Cardinals, if the Cowboys show up and don't play, dude, the Cardinals can beat them. And the Cardinals could have beat the Giants last week, and the Cardinals could have beat the Commanders week one. Like, it's I, – I, I'm, I'm of the – you're right. The Cardinals might only win four or five games. I think they could win seven or eight if the, the bounces go their way too. If they get – if the other team gets 13 flags, the Cardinals could beat a lot of people. You know what I mean? Like if you if you have those kind of self-inflicted wounds, like a lot of teams could end up being on the receiving end of a Cardinals loss, uh, at you know on the road. So I just they, they got a I chance to write the ship. It's a bad loss against a bad team. That's I agree. I agree. There's nothing positive bad. to take and from this. Um, I think for me to answer the question I asked you guys, and I don't know Zach if you even finished yours for good, but um, I it doesn't do a lot for me other than. I know this offense lays eggs every now and then. They just always have. Most probably do. I mean, they, they're not going to put up 30 every game. But I'm really, really, really surprised this defense got punched in the mouth. That was disgusting. That was really bad. And I thought this defense – I'm not saying there are 85 Bears, but once again, man, we're talking a bottom five offense kicked your ass. Like, that's that's a little alarming. I mean – there's sure. still a blueprint on this team that we thought had no deficiencies on it. And clearly they do. If they don't take the ball away and they don't sack, you can, you know, they don't get a lot of three and outs. I mean, that's just the yeah. bottom line. Anyway. They're going to, they're going to get a, they're going to get one game that allows for them to like regain their swagger when they go play new England, who for the record, new England's defense is, is decent. So Offense is going to have to put together, put itself together at least in the red zone. Um, and then the week after that, dude, you got to go to San Francisco. Well, let's and, do um, let's do Star Love Goat before we do all that. I think we're done okay. with this game. I'm done talking about it. Z, do you have any final words? You got the the least amount. Yeah, I. That is the most. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm most worried about the defense. Like, if anything scary me, it's that because yeah. then you start thinking like. It's not a great O-line, but it's the most competent O-line we've played was the Cardinals. Which, you know, the Jets and the Giants have just complete shit O-line. Very true. Yep. And, like, if the O-line wasn't shit, we just look real bad. And that's that's the scary part. Maybe oh, we yeah. only look good when we're beating the shit out of people who can't play. Very true. We have a little bit of 
and maybe all teams do this and we just pay attention more. I, I kind of starting to believe that more and more. But we have a little Buffalo Bill syndrome too. I mean, the Bills lost to a Zach Wilson-led Jet team. I mean, that's about as bad a loss as anybody's going to have all year. Um, so I don't know. I, I mean, shit happens, you know, just you're, you're occasionally, you know, you, you show up and you get beat by a bad team in the NFL. So hopefully they don't do it again, but I don't know. It was, it was bad. And I just want to say, if you were a sicko, I hope you enjoyed that. I uh, hope you enjoyed our misery. That's all you're I getting, had. dude. If you wanted I, a three hour cry fest, you're not getting it. We're, we're emptying the recycle bin and moving on. Come back zero. next week if we lose to the Pats. Yeah. Come back for the panic button. Um, so let's star love goat this shit show. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I don't know who wants to go first. If someone has got a guy, I'll go first. I, I have some. Okay. I'm, I'm going to go. Uh, my honorable mention is, is Michael Gallup. Um, Ooh, okay. I, I, again, like I said at the beginning of the season, you need him to be a reliable, like, jump ball guy a safety valve guy he needs to be able to perform in like the number three number four spot um and i thought gallup gave you if the other guys had played good games and gallup played his same game that's great like that's the exact kind of performance you want from gallup is like three or four crucial plays and some you know other ones mixed in there um, so I thought that was the best game I'd seen from Gallup since he returned from injury. So I hope that continues. I hope, uh, you know, Dak feels like he can uh, trust Gallup enough to to throw some jump balls his way because we definitely need someone to be able to kind of fight for those 50-50 balls when they go to the, into the, the end zone. Um, we definitely need my, someone to emerge because I'm not liking what I've seen from the early Brandon Cook returns. That's all I'll say. No, no, it hasn't been great. We haven't seen any... I know he's a little hurt. Stretching I'm giving him of time, the field. And we, we haven't thrown a ton, but it's not been very good at all. No, no. Um, but my start, my goat of the game is going to be Tony Pollard. Um, I think in a game where you've got three backup offensive linemen in and Tony was catching potential contact, like even behind the line of scrimmage on many plays, um, this was the kind of game you're worried about Tony Pollard being able to play. Like not one where he's just able to get the ball in space and play against soft coverage. Um, but he had to grind out like in interior run plays and then break off big ones. Um, and Tony, you know, put five yards of carry on these guys. Um, so I was very impressed with Tony Pollard. I thought he played a complete game. Um, I wish he'd been able to find the end zone, obviously, but I think that's an all around problem. And I think for the most part, he was crucial in moving the ball between the 20s, which we're going to need um, to fix the red zone problem. First, got to get to the red zone. So uh, I hope he continues to play like that. Uh, Tony Pollard's my goat of the week. All right. Z-Love, do you have a love of the week? Yeah. So my honorable mention is also going to be Gallup, uh, based for all the reasons that he said. But mine's actually going to be uh, my love of the game is Rico Doddle. Nice. I thought he's been coming he, on, dude. Two games in a row where I've noticed him. Yeah, and especially by the end when everyone else was giving up, he was still he was having the best part of his game. And I just scored a touchdown. I respect that. I was also when he broke the nine tackles. Yeah. To get nine. Dad'll can play, dude. Dad'll can play. Sir. Yeah, no, that's basically it. He was he showed effort when I, no one else was. And that's why I'm most admired about it. I like that. 
Ben, does anyone get the walk star star of the game? Oh, I think Ben froze. Unless Ben's just a thousand yards staring out of complete depression. Um, I'm gonna go with uh Jack Prescott. Um I thought the interception was cool actually. I thought it was pretty sweet. Like I mean I mean it's not a good result, but like it, it looked cool aesthetically, you know, just like a kind of kind of a cool kind of cool play. Yeah, Ben, actually you're you're not supposed to throw the ball to the other team. I don't know if anyone ever hit <laughs> this fucking guy dude doesn't even know about football. All right. Well, and ben leaves us. I'm sure he'll rejoin momentarily. But so I think uh, that pretty much wraps us for that abortion against the Cardinals. Um, horrendous fucking game. I hope we look back on this and laugh. Um, and now we have no choice but to look to the future. Um, my, I guess, number one priority is like I'm going to be like like watching the injury reports like a hawk this week because absolutely, dude, we need the offensive line to be healthy. Zach Martin is a fucking must have on the field. Tyron Smith needs to be back. I mean, I know that's not going to be forever, but like, dude, they I, even, I won't even shit on bass too much. Cause he wasn't that bad of a liability, but the backup center was awful. Could not pick up blocking assignments, could not slide protection. All the things that Biotis has slowly acclimated himself to doing and done really well, he did not do well. And then that guy that was filling in uh, number 71 out there at the tackle spot, he's got to go. So we must get the, the offensive line situation filled in. Hey, Ben's back. <laughs> yes, yeah, sorry. I, I network decided to crap out on me. Um, it's okay. Um, if y'all didn't hear, I don't know how much that called out. I, I called Rico Doddle. The, he was the walk star star of the game as well. Okay. So oh, very cool. We got I nice did an impression of you and had you pick Dak Prescott. So. Yeah. He, I mean, he could get it. He only threw one pick today instead of two. So pretty good stuff. <laughs> Classic <that>. Dak, dude. Throws <laughs> like 50 picks every year, dude. He's so gay and bad. Uh, so... um. But yeah, I was just saying, like, uh, I'm just gonna be watching the the number one priority for me is like I'm just gonna be watching the injury reports like a hawk this week because we need the line back together ASAP. Um, I don't. I'm very worried about what a better defense than. Now I will say Arizona coming into this game they were tied with us for sack leaders in the NFL. So I was like halfway. I was like looking at that. I was like, oh, that might. That's probably just they played bad teams. They didn't sack us that much, but they did get a lot of pressure on Dak. Um, he did an okay job dealing with that. He was able to escape a couple times. He turned, you know, he used his feet to make some plays. He got outside, and he didn't turn that into much offense. But like, it, it definitely disrupted the flow of the offense significantly. And their, I will give their secondary tremendous uh, like props. I don't know if it was scheme or just our receivers not playing well, but Dak did not have anywhere to go with the ball on like half of these passing plays. Um, I would still like to see – there were some plays where it was just like CD's downfield, he doesn't have a step. Sometimes I want to see Dak just throw that. I mean, I know we're very turnover-averse, and like Dak specifically is like lives in eternal fear of a fucking interception now. But I think CD Lamb can probably get you a 50-50 ball on occasion, although 
he didn't prove it very well in this game, given that like when, when given that opportunity, he decided to like go for the Oscar instead of the catch. Um, so we'll just have to see there, but they are playing against the Patriots. Um, the Patriots are not a great team. Um, Mac Jones is not a great quarterback and they have basically no offensive weapons of any kind. Um, uh, including Zeke Elliott. They do have Zeke Elliott. Uh, oh, man. He had a good not game. An offensive well, non offensive weapon, though. Andy just said it. I, I mean, are you <laughs> worried did, about Zeke Elliott? Got that on record. We oh, no. On record. So I, I will say, I, I watched, uh, I still follow Zeke on uh, Instagram, and he posted like a like a post right after their game, and it was like three pictures. It was a slide, you know, four slides. It was like three pictures of him running the ball. And I was like, oh, man, like, did he have a, did he have a good game? And then the fourth slide was like a video. And he he got the ball and got it was an eight yard run and I was like damn dude that was like the highlight of of your game <laughs> like shit man um, they did beat the Jets fifteen to ten so I mean like you know yeah, on paper yeah I mean sixteen for eighty is a it's fine um, it's fine against the Jets D you know it's it's okay. sure sure um, you know He's I would back. hope we can. I would hope we can we can stop Zeke. They don't have really any passing game to speak of. Like they they just don't have anyone to go catch a ball for them. Um, I, I, it's going to be really interesting to see what our offense does against their defense because now, like suddenly, you know, after a great day against the Jets, who have this highly lauded defense that we did really great against, um, now suddenly everything is kind of thrown into question. Yeah, you really need to respond because. You know, you got the Niners in front of you, and you. I think everyone had this one penciled in your double-digit home, or I say technically a road favorite, but I think everyone knew you were pretty much playing a home game in Arizona. There's probably as many Cowboys fans there as there were Cardinals fans. Um, you know, you really run a risk if you don't show up to this one against a Belichick team of dropping to two and three if you lose to the Niners the next week, which would be. Pretty fucking scary, I must say. That's tough. So, I mean, you're still you're still favored by a touchdown in this game. Um, oh yeah, we should we should womp them. It's just you got to be careful on this one. Yeah, I mean, I would hope that it was a significant wake up call. I mean, I will say this: like, I, I actually really liked um, Dak's response. You know, everyone's language, even in Cowboys media, was like, "Oh, was this a wake up call?" Blah blah blah. Um, Clarence Hill Jr. asked uh, Dak. On if if, it, if Sunday's loss was a wake up call, and Dak said, "Y'all put us on the top of the world. We know who we are." And in that same sense, I'm sure the media got what they wanted. There's only been one undefeated team in the league ever. Yeah, it sucks. It's humbling, but to say it's a wake up call, we knew we had a lot of adversity and we didn't get it done. I think that goes back to myself, the offense, and the red zone. We get better right there, and we win this game. We have to fix that area. Period. So, you know. I wasn't a huge fan of how much the media shit on Justin Fields for his response to, um, you know, their loss the other day when he, you know, quasi questioned their, their scheme. Um, but I will say that I like that Dak took responsibility here and, you know, called out the, the truth. They have to be better in the red zone. That's like the number one priority. And that if no matter what else happens in that game, if you convert those red zone opportunities, it doesn't matter. They win this game. So, um, yeah, man, I, I hope that we will see a different version of this Cowboys offense from a scoring situation come Sunday. Um, and, man, the defense, you just hope that that was just a, 
a weird, you know, adjustment period. They lose digs on Thursday. They're all kind of weird and emotional and like everything goes wrong, but you can't give up rushing days like that, you know, hundred something yards in the first half and you can't let, you know, unprotected 60 yard bombs go against guys that don't even belong on the field with you. That's just not going to work. So DQ's got his work cut out for him. Mike's got his work cut out for him. Um, I'm interested to hear what you guys think is going to happen in this game. Like what your predictions are. Yeah. The injury thing will be interesting because I think for the first time all year, you're actually playing against a, well, no, I, you were playing against a team that gets to the quarterback quite a bit. I, I do. The Jets have a really good defense. I, I'm just trying to say you have some pretty good pass rushers over there in, in New England. It certainly will be a test on that side of the ball. Defensively, again, you should match up well. You have a pretty immobile quarterback. You have an okay offensive line and a team that honestly through three weeks has not been able to run the ball at all. So it should really work in your favor. But I would love to see just a, a, an otherworldly game from Micah. Like, I, I hope he takes in all this fucking because he had to go do his shitty Bleacher Report show. He had to go do, you know, the, the first two weeks were just the Micah praise parade. He's LT. He's, you know, he's a lion reincarnated. He's so crazy. Well, now this week's going to be all about how, you know, Micah was basically a non-factor. He had his one sack that kind of didn't matter. And other than that, Micah was very quiet. They handled him very well. They ran straight at him. He got beat multiple times by the running game. I hope we see a, a game wrecker performance from Micah. I, I really do. I would love to see a multi-sack performance where he is just a terror to Mac Jones. They need to stop the run. If they stop the run, you know, Mac Jones is a pretty immobile quarterback. They have no weapons on the outside whatsoever to speak of. I mean, they should... The defense, if the defense gives up more than 20 points in this one, we need to have a serious conversation about where they actually rank. Yeah. <laughs> because this is a bad offense, uh, once again, that you're playing. So, yeah, I agree. I think Micah will have a – I have all the faith in the world that he's still that guy, the baddest motherfucker on every football field he steps on. So, yeah, I think he'll have a – I think we'll have a bounce-back game. I imagine – at home, Dallas a little pissed off. Hopefully, Tyron, Zach, and Biotish all go. Biotish is probably the one I'm most nervous about, but I think Zach and Tyler will both go, or Tyron will both go. Uh, and if that's the case, then, yeah, uh, I, I feel pretty good about our ability to win. Uh, I if think we go out be... and smash the Pats and the Cardinals beat SF at home, how does your perception change? The Cardinals will not beat SF. What? What if they? I'm asking. I'm asking a hypothetical. What if they do? I'd I feel will. Yes. I will do the same thing. I will laugh at the 49ers because the Cardinals truly are not a very good football team. What if Josh Dobbs wins MVP this year? What if, dude, what if, I, if, if he does? That, you guys, that team, if, if they go above 500, you guys can bring up every slander of Cardinals hate that I've put on. But instead, I will continue to pick against them in every single game this year. <laughs> Very fair. Very fair. All right. I want to hear some predictions, though. I want to hear scores. Oh, I'm going bounce back game. I'm going. I just don't think New England can score very much. I'm going to say this is a 27 to 10 game. That was nice. Okay. Zach, how are you feeling? I'm thinking we're going to win. We're going to look good. Not as good as we want. And it's going to be one of those games that it's 
it's good, but not what we needed. Uh, but I think, yeah, we're going to score. Mac Jones end. did light us up. 30 to 17. Cowboys. 30 17. Okay. 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 I'm going 30, 13 bounce back game. Um, you know, my, my gut's telling me that we're going to see a big CD land game. I, I think he's going to hear a lot about his week this week. He's going to hear a lot about those plays. He has a reputation as, you know, kind of this soft, pretty boy wide receiver. Um, Mainly from GOAT. Do I speak for the entire media? Perhaps. <laughs> uh, but I do think he's going to, I you know, I, I think Lamb is, is, is very capable, and I think he's going to have a big day. He had a huge day against the Pats last time we played him. Um, wouldn't shock me if he did it again. 30 to 13 Cowboys. That's my prediction. All right, so we're all taking Dallas, and we're all taking us to cover the spread. Good stuff, boys. Um, I think that leaves us with just our our little pick'em situation. Pods picks. We did not hit on our parlay. Dallas fucked us. The Jacksonville Uh, Jaguars. I have a question, actually, real quick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Did Ben pick the Vikings or the Chargers to win last week? I'm fairly confident Ben picked the Vikings. What? Yes. I was like, I remember being like, haha, you know, I, I hate the Chargers. I'm I, I'm I'm picking against them. And Ben was like, Come on, dude. The Chargers are, are a better team than the Vikings. They're Vikings are frauds. And I was like, yeah. So I picked the Chargers. This is what you said. Okay, wait, yeah, yeah. You know, that makes sense. That tracks. That tracks. Thank maybe, you. The tape maybe, the tape okay. will validate me on this, Zach. The 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 listeners will validate me. Zach was convinced. I'm telling I you, man. The pod because I all that him. happened, like, all that happened in that game, was that Herbert was trying to lose, and then Kirk, who Herbert's just the future Kirk, dude. Herbert's just the future Kirk. Okay, like he's just the guy that's going to put up great numbers and lose in crunch time. Kirk's just has more experience. He's just more practice losing big clutch games like that. So he just he just big dog the young the young gun, you know? Like someday Herbert will be there. A couple of years from now when Kirk's retired, Herbert will be choking games all over primetime. But right now, there's levels to this shit, son. You don't get to lose this game. I lose this game. Let's me and Matt had money on the Chargers, which is why I also know I didn't pick the Vikings. Is me and Matt had money on the Chargers, and we were like, this game's going to go back and forth. The ent- <laughs> Every time he thought one of the teams was about to solidify a win, they would do something dumb. Even late, Kirk's cousin, Kirk's stat line was great, and then the Vikings get the ball back after that really stupid play from the Chargers, like a fullback up the middle motion that didn't get a fourth down on their own 20, and Kirk just sits on the clock, and they don't get any... They just melt the clock down. It's just the worst clock management that uh, you would kind of expect. So, anywho. Um, that was hilarious. I, I will recap the week. I was, somehow, I lost, like, all my money in bets, but I went 11-4 and four in the pick The Rams game is still up for grabs as of speaking. Uh, Goat was 6-9. and Z-Love was 9-6. and six. That gives me the week three lead. Uh, Back to back 11 one weeks for me. Maybe I should start betting some money line. But uh, either way, Dallas fucked us. The Jags fucked us on the 
the pod parlay. The Titans fucked us on the pod parlay, and the Ravens fucked us on the pod parlay. Rough. Pretty rough stuff. Uh, Where did I get over on you guys? I did take Chargers, no matter what Zach says. And I took Steelers. You guys took Raiders, which was a hilarious game, too. And other than that, it was just kind of some back and forth stuff. Okie doke. This week, are you boys looking? Are you boys ready? What which list do you use? Because I want to go in the order you're going in. I use the ESPN app, and it's I hate it that I'm not going in the order you're going in. I legitimately just Google week for NFL schedule, and then okay, I go cool. off of what Google shows me. Week for NFL schedule. Perfect. Do you like that? Do you like that? I I. I uh I support all use of of Google, the most superior search engine. They are a JK. Uh, I use Ask Jeeves when I'm not at work. No, they're a proud sponsor. Them and uh, shout out to our other proud sponsor of years. We don't mention them as much, but the listeners know Grape Swisher Sweets. Grape uh, Swisher only Sweets, only the best, only the best tobacco for. And uh, you know, they, they've asked us to stop mentioning them on the air, but um. <laughs> I just want to give a, a hearty thank you to the good folks at Raytheon, particularly the division that designed the knife missile. Um, they're not a sponsor. I just, I just really think it's funny that someone built a knife missile. That's fucking Pretty crazy. Sick. Okay, boys, week four, read them and weep. Z love. I was re-listening last week, and uh, I. I, I don't think I gave you enough air. So I'm going to start with you. First game, Thursday night football, Lions-Packers. Packers are home. Yeah. I'm going to have to go with them. With who? Ah, this is a hard one. I don't like either team. I don't trust them. I'm going with Packers. Mm, okay. Mr. Gatelli? I really just do not believe in the Lions. Um, I think I'm going to go Packers, too. I'm with Zach on this one. Interesting. You know, I kind of – I get it. I don't really like the Lions either. Ugh, gosh. What's the line in this? I think probably favored. I'm going to take the Packers, too. I don't trust the line. One for the pod now. parlay. I know. That's the thing I was thinking about. I was like, God, we're going to have to include the freaking Packers in the pod parlay. I don't even hate the Packers as like nearly as much as I used to now that they don't have Rodgers, dude. Like, I, they're like neutral. Yeah, I don't care now. about them at all. Yeah. Like, I really just hated Aaron Rodgers. Dude, I it's realized pretty much once a he was gone. Em. The last I saw was a uh, one point spread. I don't know how accurate that is. So, pretty much a pick them. So, Pod taking the Packers, Cheeseheads this week. All right, next one we have noon game in actually 8:30 game. This one is in London. Falcons, Jaguars. Uh the Jaguars owner owns a soccer team in London. I know they're London. It's a home game for the Jags, baby. Yeah, so I'm going Jags, games, dude. I think I'm going games in London. I think Jags. I think they they're gonna they're gonna be you know they're they're looking for a little revenge after like a horrendous fucking game against the Texans. T Dog never loses twice in a row. Mm. He looked very bad in that game. Yeah, he did. They looked their whole team looked fucking terrible. Someone who had Calvin Ridley, he 
fucking dropped every good ball thrown his way. Go takes Jags, Mr. Love. I'm going with Falcons. Ooh. I'm done with T Dog forever. Damn, he was. I don't blame rough, you. Man. They look so bad, dude. I mean, not really. I'm not really done, but that was. I really want the Everything Falcons to doing. get a good QB so I can like like them yes. part time. At least a hey, confident one. Side note in that Jags Texans game though, is CJ Stroud the real deal? Does he got that dog in him? I'll tell you who does not have that dog in him. Uh, Dalton, I drop touchdowns. Schultz, did he drop one in the game? Oh, dude, the easiest, most routine touchdown in like a six-yard TD, and just like in and out of his hands. <laughs> like well, zero pressure they're up by like 30 like just the easiest stat it was the most dalton schultz td you know it's like a a complete safety doesn't valve. matter on the score doesn't matter all, yeah. yeah and he just couldn't i mean he's lost it dude he just i'll tell you what it is um dak just throws a real catchable ball ah, and there it is stroud just <laughs> doesn't have that you know yeah um, well, you you can talk about him and Noah B when we get to their game, but uh, oh, yeah. I I took Jags as well. Next game, ugh, kind of shitty Rams Colts. Colts are I home. Think I'll I'm, take this one first. I'm gonna yeah. I think I'm going Rams. I, I yeah, I that's like, what I'm going. It was a good win for the Colts. They did upset the Ravens, so we Wait, still had the most ben, embarrassing loss. But you didn't give your uh, pick for. Jack Sorry, I took, I took Jaguars. Just for oh, okay. If you're, right. if you're tracking me, if you're auditing me over there, I took Jaguars. Uh, I'm taking Rams in this one for Colts. Same C's. I'm doing the same. Ooh, pod on the Rams, who are in a dogfight with the Ray, uh, Bengals right now at half. All right, next one. Ooh, shitty division game, but probably pretty interesting. A division that's really up for grabs right now ravens visiting the browns the browns are two and one watson looks washed but their defense might actually be the best defense in football did um, you see that play from watson last week where he like got so turned funny. around and didn't know what direction he was just <laughs> jumped it dude that was the most direction that was the most carson wentz play i've ever seen that's what oh, so head. good couldn't happen to a better guy I'm picking Ravens just because I mean I know the Browns D is really good and like Miles Garrett is otherworldly, but like I just hate Watson too much to pick him. Yeah. Andy read my mind on that. Yeah, I'm not I'm never picking Browns this whole season. Same season. Look, look at you guys with the morals. Uh I just like Lamar, so I'm taking Ravens too. And the Ravens don't lose back to back games very often. So Okay. Browns are favored in that. Interesting. All right, Panthers hosting the Vikings. Could it get any worse for Kirk Cousins and company? Could they possibly this is, this lose is just to the two Panthers? bad teams, dude? Just absolutely two bad teams. I think the Vikings have to win eventually, and the Panthers are bad. So I think the With Vikings Dalton win this him? one. Yes. <laughs> so Andy's taking Andy's on Vikings. Or, oh, I'm uh, I'm also on Vikings. I think Julie's just going to sit Kirk down this week and just like. Fill him with family and Christ's love, and he's going to put it together. I mean, all the games they've lost have been by one score. It's kind of the, op- it's the exact opposite of last year for him. Yeah, so. it is. <laughs> but, like, I don't think they've declined that much. I think they're capable of winning games 
I don't believe the NFL in passing yards. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Mm. Yeah, the Panthers are very bad. I don't – I'll take Vikings too. I can't believe we're all on the same path right now for the most part. Okay. Uh, Next game, Bengals-Titans. Gross and gross. God, these games all suck. (laughs) Um, Man, I don't – I really don't know. Um, the Bengals signed AJ McCarron this week. They did play Burrow, though. He is playing right now. I guess, dude, I guess I'll take the Bengals, but if they start 0 3, are they done? If they lose tonight, yep. I think they'll sit Burrow if they, I agree, but we'll see. So you took Bengals, yes, sir. Zach. I'm also going to go with Bengals. Dude, I, don't, I don't know what it I is. I don't know. I, I don't know shit about the Titans, honestly. Bengals have been playing pretty shitty, but honestly, it's still it's the Bengals. That's basically my entire justification for it. Oh, the Titans are bad. I keep getting myself fooled with them. I picked them over the – I bet them over the Browns, and they just – Tannehill looks so bad. Derrick Henry, it might finally be time, guys, but – with King Henry, the wheels might have finally come off. Did you, you knew it couldn't last forever? Like the age of Adrian Peterson is done. Yeah, he's I think twenty nine this year too. That's pretty old for RBs. I'll take Bengals as well. So we're we're keeping the pod streak going. Bucks and Saints. I think the Saints are frauds. I'm going first with this. I refuse to believe they're good. They just blew a lead, but however, they do think Derek Carr will not play this week. And if you give me Jameis revenge game against the Bucks, I'm taking yeah. Jameis. Give I'm me going Jameis, too. Give me the Aints, dude. Z-Love? I'm going Saints. Oh, another Jameis train. We're all eating Go. W's tonight, boys. This parlay is going to be massive this week. Okay, that brings us to fun game. Dolphins, Bills. Dolphins, the Dolphins. going to Buffalo. It's, it's the Dolphins. They are... The only thing I could think of was if the Dolphins have a similar game that we just did. They're also coming off. They can holy, you know, they're taught shit. Yeah. But the Bills, they're not going to, they're going to assume the Bills are going to play good. I was going to say, they're not playing like, it's not really a trap game. Like, but I still think, I think the Dolphins roll. They're just too high powered. Without a doubt. I need to see that offense get stopped by somebody before I don't pick them. So. I'll take the fins as well. Oh, here next game. This is this is the fun one. <laughs> okay, if you if you bet on this game, you need to call the gambling hotline. Uh, Broncos, Bears. Do you guys want to guess who's even favored in this game? Broncos I have no. I literally have no 50 idea. Fifty point loss in the Bears. Probably the worst team in football. <laughs> I I literally would not be surprised <laughs> if it was just like no betting is allowed on this game. Like we will not even take your money. It would shock you that the Broncos coming off a 50-point shellacking are three-point favorites over the Bears. When you, the click, when you click add this to my parlay, this window just comes up that just says, call your family. <laughs> so, oh, man, this is bad. I, I mean, I guess I'm going Broncos. Like, I think the Bears are that bad. And the Broncos are also bad, this could but be a like fired game slightly less bad, Eberflus. I guess. Yeah. This could be a fired game for Eberflus for the Bears. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm going to take Bears because I just have Justin Fields for fantasy, and I might give him one more start because the Broncos just gave up 70 points. And if he still 
They haven't put up 20 points in a game since November of last year. The Bears have not. The Bears are the only franchise in the NFL that hasn't won a game since Elon bought Twitter. (laughs) Justin Uh, Jefferson has more career receiving yards than any Bears wide receiver. And Justin (laughs) Jefferson's 24 years old. That's so fucking bad, dude. Uh, I'm also going with the Bears, though. I think the Broncos really are that bad. Jeez, that's a tough one right there. Uh, Commies Eagles division game, fellas. They split last year. The Commies were actually commanders. Took the ease. Okay, I'm also jumping on Commanders. Yeah, dude. The Eagles. The Eagles just don't. They. I just don't see it yet. They just. They haven't had any. They've played like multiple games now. They haven't blown anyone off the the rails. And the the Commies will fight you, dude. I was kind of down with the commies until I saw the Bills shellack them 40 to nothing, and now I think they that kind of scared me off of them. I'm going Eagles. Plus Bird Gang, bitch. Bird Gang, bitch. (laughs) Okay, that should be fun, though. That's good for us. One of them has to lose. Hopefully the Eagles, because fuck them. All right, Texans hosting Pittsburgh. Also gross, but maybe interesting. I'm going Texans at home. I was going to say, give me Texans, dude. Let me, I'm also going I'm, Texans. I'm on, I'm on the, the Stroud. The Stroud wagon. Plane. Yeah, the Stroud plane. Stroud and proud, baby. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> We're here. We're Stroud. Get used to it. That's right. That's right. Uh your favorite team moving to the three o'clock window. Chargers hosting the Raiders. Give me the Raiders. <laughs> and he's going to fade the Chargers every game. So. Yep. Fuck them, dude. Um, and if they lose, it'll it'll pay. I, I'm not even betting money, but it'll pay in fucking shit talk points. <laughs> I will never let this guy. He'll, he'll quit. He'll quit his job if they lose this game. Uh, I'll take Chargers. I think the Raiders suck. They do. Yeah, I don't. Raiders are also possibly one of the worst teams. I'm going with Chargers. All right, next one. Ooh, <laughs> Niners Cardinals. The Niners could make us look kind of foolish if they smoke this team. Yeah, I mean, they will. But the, I mean, again, I think if we played this team ten times, we would win nine of them. And I think if we played them at full health, we'd win ten of them. Like, I'm sure the I'm sure the Niners will handle business. I am too. Like we should have. Yeah, Niners. All right, next one. We already took Cowboys over Pats, and that gives us Jets somehow got prime time against the Chiefs. Chiefs. Uh, This game will be about 80% Swifties in attendance. I don't even know if there'll be football fans in this. God, I hate that whole thing, dude. I hate every (laughs) aspect of it. I'm married to one. She's all about Today they and, and out about Travis Kelsey's entire career now. To this game, to this uh, game that she went to, she wore a pair of red New Balance five fifties, which are like the cool, like recently have been the very cool underground shoe. Like no one wears New Balance five fifties unless you're like into shoes. And then she wore them shits, and now they're sold out fucking everywhere because all these goddamn girls. Who pay nine thousand dollars a ticket are out here buying five, five pairs of New Balance five fifties to be like I Taylor. Think she might be the most famous human being on the planet right now. Probably, dude. Yeah, I, I believe it. Not too bad for a talentless hack. Oh, Ooh, 
dude. Yeah. Do not hey. do do not get I, I, I want to apologize for him right now, Swifties. No, Ben. All attention is good attention, man. Ben. All not... attention is good attention for a podcast, dude. Listen, brother, I will go to war with you against a lot. I am not going against that group of women. What's behind. what's worse? Taylor Swift's music or the writings of Harry Potter by J.K. Rowling? <laughs> you're 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 getting us in hot water. I'm I'm getting us off this game. I'm taking Chiefs. Yeah, I'm taking Chiefs too. And uh, congratulations to Taylor and Kel- Travis on their 12-minute relationship. All right. Uh, Monday Night Football, G-Men hosting the Seahawks. I think the Seahawks are okay, and I think the Giants aren't okay. So, you know, I'll take Seahawks. Yeah, give What's me the... the same going east, though? I don't know. I'll still take Give me the Seahawks. I, awesome. Yeah. The, the Giants fandom is convinced that Danny like had his coming out party in the second half against the Cardinals and like whatever, dude. They're losing that game. Nah, I'm I'm going with the Giants for this one. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, well that will do it. Those are the picks, fellas. Uh, we handle business tonight. Do we? Uh, anyone have any parting words? That's what makes her have the whole parlay, so there's not confusion like last time where Ben changes his answer. So we're 49ers, Cowboys, Ravens, Vikings, Chiefs, Packers. You're missing quite a few. We have Cowboys, Packers, Rams, Ravens, Vikings, Bengals, Saints, Dolphins, Texans, (laughs) Niners, Chiefs. Well, it's yeah, a good dude, thing like I double Four checked. of 12 ain't bad, Zach. Like, <laughs> Zach hey, was like, this, half. This, this, Zach's over there auditing me, and he goes, all right, here's the games that we picked. <laughs> Zach's doing his driving test. He pulls back into driving school with, like, two dead people on the hood. He's like, well, I think it's safe to say I uh, got my license. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I wanted to double check before I put it into the parlay. So, you guys, <laughs> Hell yeah, show dude. me this is a good choice. But parting parting thoughts, dude. Like, fuck, dude. Like, I hope that I hope this is a distant, funny memory in a couple weeks because this shit sucked, bro. I hated this game, and it. I hate this thing that happens in my house where the Cowboys do something like this, and it makes me depressed. And then my wife is like, "It's just a game. Like, you're you you're sad the whole day, and it ruins everything. You need to be happy. Your son's not gonna understand why you're sad over a football team. It sucks." So don't do this to me, Cowboys. Please just go win, and then I can be happy, and I can be a good dad, good husband, and my mistress will be satisfied as well, and everyone's just a lot better off if the Cowboys win. Yes, I too would like them to win. Zach? Yes, I would would like that. Zach, do you want them to win? Yes. I would like to right. you win. Now that, now we, you made me think we need to manifest. Yes. Everyone manifest a win. Everyone go buy a copy of The Secret. That's what we need to do. Okay. So, as always, thank you so much for listening. If you like what you heard, please feel free to like, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a rating. It does help us in our eternal climb up the iTunes slash Spotify charts. If you'd like to engage with our social media department, we have uh, several unpaid interns. Uh, who man the the keyboards? Um, feel free to leave mean comments. They they have thick skin at BWBB Pod uh, on X Elon Musk X, and we will be back uh, following this game against the Patriots, which should be tremendously interesting. So we will be playing the Patriots at home on Sunday. We will be back next Monday. 
As always, I'm Andy Gatelli. Benjamin Walker. Zachary Love. This has been Boys Will Be Boys. Take it easy.